Hello and welcome to the Seeking Health Podcast. I'm Josiah. And I'm Jessica. We were missionaries for seven years. Until we stepped back in 2019 to seek health and re-examine our beliefs. Right now, I am a Christian, but not an evangelical. And I'm an agnostic and also very much not an evangelical. And we are deconstructing. And reconstructing. Together. Listen to some of our key episodes, such as... Deconstructing Together. Domestic Abuse. I'm a Survivor. The Cult of ATI Part 1 and 2, and Dehumanized by Purity Culture. Join us on our journey as we seek health together. together. So today we have, um, you know, really we started this podcast as a way for us to be able to put out there our questioning and our journey as we question our upbringing and everything we were taught and also our deconstruction uh-huh. journey, deconstructing. Um, and... We're not exactly in the same places, but that's okay. That's what is nice to talk about in this. Um, so one of the things that is kind of weighing me down this week is the whole curse versus blessing and things like that. You know, like, you know, some things happen through life and then you get these old voices popping in your head and it's like, this is from my old system of belief. Mm-hmm. Um, but those voices is what I was raised with and is what I cultivated all these years. I'm 37. I mean, obviously, some of those voices, I grew up with this and kept it on and carried it on all this time. So those voices are strong. So, like, I mean, we all know 2020 was shit (laughs) for everybody. And it was hard for us, too. Um, So we bought our house in March and then, you know, in right before COVID hit. And then um, just still trying to reestablish security after hard um, missions really making me feel completely insecure with security no, not safe anyway uh, and then in the August we had to evacuate because of forest fires and then in September we had a water mess huge forest fire almost burned our town to the ground yes almost burned our town so our whole town had to evacuate the entire <laughs> town uh, so that was scary we came back and a couple weeks later we had a water mess a toilet overflow majorly and our main floor um, was like half of it had to be redone Uh, parts of the walls and floors and the toilet bathroom gutted and anyway we're still working on it now Mm -hmm. (laughs) like four months later and then last week one of the kids left one of the sink on the upstairs bathroom on and it was leaking through the ceiling downstairs and thankfully on hindsight you know thankfully it was minimal damage um and just like just have to replace part of the ceiling but anyway minimal damage but it kind of like bogged me down Mm -hmm. because it kind of sent me to a bad place for one i didn't know how extensive the damage would be um and that morning i had gone on a rant on facebook uh basically saying fuck to american christianity well that was when the insurrection happened this is when insurrection happened um and i just said like i can't stand by it i'm no longer christian um just vocal i just Mm -hmm. voiced it i mean i've been public on my instagram but it's not super personal of an account so but this was on my personal facebook Mm -hmm. um and then it's just like had these thoughts like is god punishing me uh you know is god you know, I'm doing these actions and is he trying to 
bring me down to my lowest of lows so that he gets my attention and brings me back and and it's God punishing me because it's all these things you know and 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 today we had another huge <laughs> spaghetti sauce mess. That was yeah, okay. That that was kind of funny. That was funny, <laughs> but it took me two hours of cleaning, and and it's just like one thing after the other. Oh, yeah, yeah like but the, we have to explain that one. the kitchen faucet exploded, and we, it's just okay. You want to explain the kitchen? <laughs> so we're drying the laundry room from the water mess from last mess. week. We have all these dehumidifiers that we borrowed all over the laundry room. And we turned the heat up high to try and dry the floors and everything. And there was huge cans, like the huge cans, like two, like what, two liter It's like a gallon? Is it a gallon? Oh yeah, it is a gallon yeah. of spaghetti sauce and ketchup. <laughs> <laughs> and we moved them out of the way of the heater. But apparently... The, apparently it wasn't far enough. Far enough. So... The sauce over the last few days of the heat being on has been simmering in the cans <laughs> and <laughs> cooking. And, as we found out, burning in the cans. Yeah. <laughs> and today... I was sitting there and I heard a a, shuff, a pop noise of some sort. And I was like, <laughs> really I thought loud. I was alone in the house. What's going on? And I came downstairs and I'm like, did you cook spaghetti? Like, did someone... Over <laughs> did someone put leftover chili in the microwave and burn it? <laughs> it looked like it looked like somebody died or something. So there one was... of those huge gallon cans of spaghetti sauce exploded all <laughs> over. The pantry happened to be in the laundry room, which is also the boiler room. And I had piles of clean laundry and there was all these dehumidifiers that we borrowed in there. And dehumidifiers are full of cracks. Mm. <laughs> and this spaghetti sauce was thick, thick, all the shelves, on the ceiling, on the walls, the entire room, on the door, the floor is covered thick. And it wasn't didn't look like spaghetti sauce anymore. It looked like poop. It was so black. <laughs> It was so dark. Oh, I'm so I was sorry. all over the washer and dryer, and there was a lot of junk on the washer and dryer. You know, like that happens. <laughs> <laughs> it took me two hours to clean it, and I still just saw more. Mm. <laughs> and yes, I laughed at it, but by the end of the two hours, I wasn't quite so <laughs> laughing. <laughs> but it's just like it feels like hit with one thing after the other yeah, after the other. It does. Also finding out we have to replace our heating system by next right. summer and that's going to be thousands and thousands of dollars. So it's just like the last few months I've been a lot on top of a lot on top of a lot. And I'm just at a place like, what is going on? Like, oh, my sister-in-law, I sent her pictures of the mess and she's like, and Jessica? Yeah, so she's not a Christian. And she rolled back and she's like, and Jessica, I think you need to become a Christian again. Obviously, God is trying to get your attention. And then she sent another text. Or next time I come over, we'll burn a shitload of sage. Because <laughs> that's a cleansing herb. <laughs> I was like, let's burn sage. <laughs> but anyway, I am laughing, but it's also like, I really need my next counseling session. Mm -hmm. Because these voices are in my head. And then I, just, I was thinking about like, okay, so... Evangelicalism say that God gives us free will, but 
If he punishes us and causes all hell to break loose on us to get our attention, like I feel like it's been happening with me, bring us to our lowest point so we return to him. How's that free will? Free will like that is like giving our kids the option to do what they want, but then punishing them if they choose the option we don't think is right. That's not free will. That's manipulation and control. It's like giving a bit of leeway to the rope you're tied to, but then yanking it back when the person explores. And then I was just like, if that's the kind of God we're supposed to serve, I want nothing of it. If he punishes me this way because I'm walking away from it, from evangelicalism, from religion, from Christianity, then I really don't want anything mm -hmm. to do with that, with him. Um, it's like, it sounds morbid, but it's like, I'd rather die than serve a God like that. Mm -hmm. You know, like, why would I want to serve a God like that? That punishes me if I'm not doing what he wants. That punishes me because I'm exploring all the trauma from my childhood, which means leaving Christianity behind and at, and learning to live and learning to trust myself and trust my gut. And, you know, like, if that is God punishing me, all these things, like, one after the other after the other then I don't want any of it yeah but those voices are still in my head mm -hmm. like because I heard them so much growing yep. up like something bad keeps happening to someone well that's a, that's God's trying to get their attention mm -hmm. and I mean I told a Christian friend about this today like just a comment and she's like well if this keeps happening the next month maybe you should give it some thought really mm -hmm. and I'm like kind of mad mm -hmm. because I'm like if that's the God of evangelical Christianity I don't want anything to do with yeah. that I'm sorry but I don't mm -hmm. so how do I silence those voices or or what is the truth of this of blessing and curse yeah. and I mean I know in my head that this is just life mm -hmm. sometimes you just get a bad streak and that doesn't mean anything. It's just that. A bad streak. Yeah. <laughs> and we can focus on just the next thing. Fix the next thing. Fix the next thing. Um, and just keep going forward. But it's also really hard when I'm in the midst of deconstructing all those beliefs. And having to process all those beliefs. Yeah. And it honestly brings me into a very dark place mentally. Yeah. Where I'm like, what's the point of life? I know, and I hate, I hate seeing you like that. So I want to talk about that. How yeah. does the, what is it about curse and blessing and, and just bad things happening in life? Mm -hmm. Is there a connection? Well, I just want to mention that I think that's the first time I've, I've heard atheists say I'd rather die than live with a God like that. And that you saying it is the first time that that has made sense to me because, um, you see it online, some internet person, and they say it, and you don't know what they're going through. It might just be an argument or whatever. But I can really see that. Like, we need to have free will. We need to have the ability to explore and be a human being. And, and that means walking away from something. Yeah, well, it means... Like, if you don't have authentic, the authentic ability to make a choice, mm -hmm. like, sure, you can make a choice, either jump off the cliff or else walk over to me and give me a hug. Like, that's not a choice. No, it's not. So if that's what God is offering you, then he's, like, I, I, 
I get that. I, I get that, you know. It's like serve me or go to hell. What kind of a choice is that? That gets into deep conversation. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm wondering if, well. We're not going <laughs> to. It's up to you if you want to go there or not. It is a thought I've kept having. I'm like. Yeah. Like, I never thought of it until I had this light switch moment in the mm-hmm. spring where my where I lost my faith. Basically, I look back and it's like, I guess I deconverted in that moment. But, like, mm-hmm. never thought of it like that before. But if the option is accept Christ or burn in lake of fire forever, what kind mm-hmm. of option is that? And I had all sorts of ways of defending that. And now I think, I don't think that we go to hell because we fail a doctrinal exam i don't think that we go to hell because there's a certain set of ideas that are not lodged in our prefrontal cortex i think that um i don't know exactly how the afterlife works but when jesus was talking (laughs) it's true nobody knows even the bible says that you don't know oh this brings me into a rabbit trail okay wait oh shoot I'll be like a toddler and be like, I'll forget what I was saying. (laughs) Give me a pencil so I can write it down. (laughs) Write it down. I think I forgot what I was going to say now. (laughs) Go ahead with your rabbit trail. All right, I can go. So, you know that really popular book that became a movie, Heaven is for Real. Yeah. And all that has been taken a little bit into th- as theology. So for people that don't know, there was a kid that died, had a near-death experience, and then wrote his parents wrote a book, and then it was a movie, and this is... Because he, like, you know, he talks... This five-year-old that just died and came back to life, and then he kept talking about all this... the stuff that he saw and experienced during the time that he was dead. Mm-hmm. And, and that became, like, huge selling thing, mm-hmm. marketing thing. Okay, so I kind of bought into that and thought it interesting at the time. But now I have a kid that talks about his other life with great detail. <laughs> He's poor. Oh, my goodness. And he has this whole story about his other parents, his other mm-hmm. family, his other grandparents. And it's been consistent for yeah. months. And he has not died and come back to life. <laughs> no. But he even talks, he even says, like, I'm older than you, mom and dad. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, like... He talks about his life before us. Yeah. And so he makes me question reincarnation. Like on and on and on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he'll tell us, like, very seriously, like, like I'm sorry, you're not my real parents. My real parents are in the other. Yes. <laughs> so and... I tell him, well, I'm glad that you're with us now. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's a good thing it's not our first kid, because I would have been freaked, freaked right out. out. So a bit of rabbit trail, but... I no longer give any fuck about this. <laughs> Heaven is for real crap. Don't listen to your kids. They're I mean, very listen to your kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah and accept it. And like, just you know, we don't give him a hard time. We just let him talk, and yeah. just like, all right, you know, just. Well, it's really interesting because we're learning a lot about psychology, <laughs> yeah, and we're understanding that at that age, you know, their minds are being formed, and who knows what this previous life means? What is yeah. he remembering when we before our big move? Yeah. And he's just projected that as a different yeah. lifetime? Or, you know, are these parts of himself that he hasn't integrated yet? Like, yeah. we don't know what's going on. Oh, he talks on. about his imaginary friend, Mulu. I mean, like, yeah. that seems to be his conscience. Yeah. Uh, or So it's just very interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, what were we talking about? We were talking about <laughs> hell. 
Anyways, I you had said like how how could God send me to hell just for not believing in him? And that does sound extremely immoral. It seems to me when Jesus talks about hell, he's he's saying and it's not at all clear what Jesus means when he says hell. And that's something Christians have debated for a long time. Evangelicals think that they know exactly what hell is, that it's conscious eternal torment, but it seems like he was saying to um, religious, hypocritical, rich, oppressive people that they need to stop or else they're going to a very bad place. And rich, oppressive, religious people have taken that and used that as a way to say, you need to agree with us or else you're going to the lake of fire. And that to me, at a certain point, I realized that's a He's, that we're reversing that. Like, basically, we are the Pharisees telling people they're going to hell when Jesus told mm-hmm. the Pharisees they're going to hell. And the things he said is, like, you need to love your neighbor or else you're going to go to hell. You need to care about that beggar at the end of your street or else you're going to go to hell. You know, so there's so much to unpack there, but I definitely hear what you're saying. Um, I think that there's, like, we struggle... F- to find order in ran in chaos that's a basic human experience life there's so much we can't control right and we struggle to control it because we need to control it we can't handle randomness we can't handle um it like randomness is danger so we need to control it somehow but there are things that are always outside of our control and so we have bigger ideas such as luck or karma or god that people have used throughout the years to bring order right and we tend to to slip into these thought systems oh i'm having a bad day oh you know i'm on a lucky streak or i'm on a bad luck streak and then and then karma will get you karma will get you you know (laughs) or or karma will get them like um then this gets into morality because it's like it frustrates us when people get away with stuff but then you think oh well karma will get him right so it these are ways that we try and um, ma- like resolve the cognitive dissonance in our mind or try and convince ourselves that, that there is some order or try and um, control the universe because the universe is out of our control. But if you can get a good luck charm and hang it somewhere, then you can have good luck or you can break your bu- bad luck streak. So... As Christians, we look at people that have lucky charms or or won't, you know, open an umbrella in the house or something like that. And we say, well, that's silly. But Christians have their own types of ways of trying to um, basically control fate. And I think that um, the ways that we do this is... um, well, the book, the interview we just did with um, Toxic Jesus was really good in how he talked about the magical Jesus mm-hmm. and talking about how when confronted with difficult situations, we feel as though, or we're taught often, that there's nothing that you can do. Your own resources aren't enough. Only God can fix it. And either God is going to come in miraculously and fix everything or else he's not going to do anything and you just have to accept it. But not on the table is what can you do with your own resources. Yeah, we have such a wide array of things that we can do mm-hmm. of resources, you know, from from finances, from fixing it ourselves, from using our voice, from mm. 
to making appeals, to going to different directions, just to, yeah, like there's so much yeah. that we are given as tools to use. Yeah. yeah. And the other side of that is that Christians will tend to explain random events, either positive events or negative events as, well, God is blessing you or God is cursing you. Hmm. Or, you know, you're being attacked by demons or whatever. Right. That's more the one we hear. Yeah. Every time there's something good, it's like, oh, such a blessing. Mm-hmm. Such a blessing. I have such a hard time with that word blessing now because it's overused. <laughs> it is. And in a certain way, in a manipulative way, mm-hmm. really. But is Satan attack. I mean, we use that so much. Mm-hmm. Like if... If we were missionaries right now and you were doing Bible studies on the university campus and we had all these, this streak of things happening in messes mm-hmm. and things, we would be like, we would turn it into spiritual warfare. Yeah. We would send out a newsletter. It would be like, oh, it's like mm-hmm. Satan's attacking the work that we're doing and please mm-hmm. pray for us. Yeah. And, and because you have you know, left the faith and then publicly said that you're not a Christian anymore, which is like, you know, one of those things you were told not to say. Mm-hmm. Then uh, the other programming falls into place of anything bad that happens, you are going to interpret it as punishment. As punishment. Yeah. And that's what my brain is doing. Yeah. yeah. And that's, I mean, that's programming. And we've talked about that a number of times that like, you you can leave the church but the church doesn't leave you like you yeah. know that that programming is still there and i mean nobody wants it's a, it's the most terrible feeling in the world to feel like you're cursed or you have bad luck you know like the, what do you do about that right it's just it's this terrible feeling that you can't which is why throughout history like putting a curse on somebody has been one of the worst things right like giving somebody the black eye or the um anyways different ways that people can be cursed throughout the years like that's the worst thing you could do a pox on your house or something like that because what do you do with that right mm-hmm. it and so i think that you're struggling with that sense of like i'm cursed you know because you've been told over and over and over and over that when people aren't quote unquote walking with the lord which means you know going to church and doing the church things and being in good standing with the church and saying that you believe all the things Giving your tithe. Giving your tithe and and keeping all the church people happy and all those things. If people aren't, quote unquote, walking with the Lord, then they're not going to be blessed, right? And what that does is, um, like my English teacher mentioned this, not in relation to, to prayer or anything like that, but she talked, she was talking about psychology and she said, you know, sometimes you have this experience where like you yell at your parents and then you turn around and then you trip on something and hurt yourself. Because when you do something that you know you shouldn't do and you feel bad about it on some level, your body will find a way to hurt yourself to mm. to right that wrong. And so if if we have in our minds this sense that I deserve to be punished, and if or if that thought has been planted in our minds, right? That's that's the sad part, is like the, these thoughts can get planted in our minds. And then either we create the situation or else we see it because we're conditioned to see it already. And I think that that's what's, what's happening to you is that because I'm experiencing this stuff. I mean, I know I'm the optimist and you're the realist. 
or pessimist. Pessimist. <laughs> I'm trying to be gracious. <laughs> Thank you. Um, like I don't, I don't see it as a negative dark thing. It's just, you know, it's been an experience, and you know, still a Christian. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. No, no, keep going. Good. But I mean, like, there have been hard things. There have been terrible things, right? But then there were also good things. I mean, we got evacuated because a forest fire almost burned our house, but it didn't burn our house. And we ended up in a wonderful camp that ended up being a vacation that we wouldn't have had otherwise. And, um, you know, we had a flood, but then the insurance covered it, which was the first time. It was no trouble. We were able to redo the whole floor. I don't see an upside in the tomato sauce disaster. <laughs> <laughs> Except it was funny. It and funny. I personally didn't have to clean it. <laughs> but you know, like... It was funny. It's it's life. Like, it's it's rare. I mean, there. Are, what is hard is when somebody goes through a string of things and it's like, there is no upside. It's like, somebody dies. Somebody else dies there's a major financial setback you know and when people go through that for sure there's the voice in their head what did i do to cause the bad luck you know and i think that that i mean it's unavoidable that the person feels that but putting the religious messages in there i think is part of the problem we need to be very careful about the sorts of religious messages that we let out there um karma is a wonderful idea to kind of like it seems to be a good idea but then people that live in countries where they really teach karma what it tends to do is dull in your sympathy for people that are hurting because you're like well that's just karma right and we could point our finger there but also we do the same thing because we say Mm. oh well you know, that's happening because God's not blessing them or that's happening because they're not Christians or that's happening because they haven't been to church in three months or whatever. Instead of saying, wow, like that is terrible that that happened and we need to help them. Um, Yeah, so I think that these messages that we can put out there, I mean, life is random and it is chaotic and it is disorganized and there's no... It's something that the human race has been struggling with forever, as far as I can tell, is how do we control what we can't control? And the answer is you can't. We have to just accept it. Mm-hmm. We have to accept that some things are out of our control and terrible things could happen tomorrow or wonderful things could happen. It's out of our control. We can't. And sometimes it just happens to be a string of things. It. I mean, for sure. If you throw a bag of rice on the ground, there's going to be a pile of rice all concentrated in one spot. And it's not anything that caused it to be there is just chance and sometimes bad things happen in groups yeah so this doesn't this doesn't seem consistent but do you think there are times when like good things come in a string and it almost feels like the universe is like tilted in your favor tilted in your favor (laughs) i think so it feels like it like i'm trying to think of specific examples but there's times in our lives that seem like really good like when we moved here, I'm forgetting all the details, but like Everything things just so well. lined up. Oh yeah, like we uncanny middle, things. Middle middle of winter, way up north, and we had four days of driving, huge truck, beautiful weather. Right, we there were storms all around us. And storms all around us, never on us. Um, 
that was leaving missions. Yeah. <laughs> leaving us on this, the beginning of our deconstruction journey. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had a place to rent, to move into right away. That was like affordable, which is hard to find here. And you got a job without any yeah. trouble. You didn't even have a job when we came up. Um, mm-hmm. A good it's job. Just a good job. Um, it was good. Uh-huh. It was definitely all good. I mean, our, our previous house sold really well. Um, then when the rental right. um, sold <laughs> within like two or three months of us mo- living in it, we were like, ha, ah, found another house really perfect timing this one to buy mm-hmm. and i mean like i feel like that was a streak of good mm-hmm. and even at the beginning of covid and all that like it was all fine for us mm-hmm. um, other people had a really hard time you know losing their job their income stuff like that but we didn't mm-hmm. and so i would consider that a streak of good there wasn't yeah. um but as much as i say that right away a few things pop into my mind that were yeah. really hard yeah during that time um, so maybe it's just perspective. You know how we talk about, like, we view life through lens. Mm-hmm. We all have a different lens. And that lens is, is where we're at mentally, but also a lot, just our background, our history, our experiences. It creates this lens that we look through and observe the world. So maybe part of all of this is, like, maybe right now my lens is focused on negative. Mm-hmm. And I'm spotting the negatives more than the positive. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's something to work on. <laughs> that's something I can con- concretely, concretely? Yeah. concretely do mm-hmm. is try to observe the positive instead of focusing on all the negatives. Because mm-hmm. there is a bit more negatives right now, I feel like, mm-hmm. which is life. But maybe to try and switch my focus a little bit acknowledge the bad not to have toxic positivity acknowledge the bad say, yeah i wonder if part of your problem is that um, problem sorry yes yeah, it is I'm, a problem i'm trying to fix you right now <laughs> that's, uh, your specialty. <laughs> that's my specialty <laughs> fixing my wife fixing people um this is sarcastic by the way you shouldn't try and fix your wife <laughs> she no. reminds me of this often <laughs> but like within christianity it's like Toxic positivity is how you deal with your problems, right? Yeah. Spiritual bypassing. There are no problems. Just trust Jesus. Um, just say blessing. There are and, problems, but God will use those for right. his purposes. And just say things with a sp- sweet smile and, you know, sweet voice and all these things. Anyways, so that sort of stuff makes your skin crawl and you're just like throwing that in the wastebasket and then lighting the wastebasket on fire and putting it outside. Don't talk about fire. Not right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> Where's the wood? Where's the wood? <laughs> Knock on wood. <laughs> oh, goodness. The point being, maybe you need to replace that with something else. Hmm. Instead of just leaving a gaping hole. Because the negative part of you is still active. Yeah. But the toxic positivity has been gone, gone, gone. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> gotten that out and and then maybe the other part of that is like the counterbalance of toxic positivity is all this like demons are attacking us and stuff like that so we need to get that out there out of there too like just this is life life sometimes sucks 
Yeah. But sometimes life is good. Mm-hmm. And there's a positive side to it all, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the... The problem with finding a positive in the negative is that so quickly it can become, like, cheesy and insulting. And I think some negatives don't have a positive. Yeah. Yeah. Like some some negatives don't have a positive. I mean yeah. like like our time in Africa, you see some positive out of it. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. And it took me a, years to realize that that's okay. Yeah. I don't have to see negative positives in it. Mhm. Um what I mean with like seeing some of the positive is not necessarily in the things that happened. Yeah. In the negative things, but just like you know, we're in a very low COVID area. Our kids are able to go back to school when the rest of the province are yeah. not able to go back to school in person. And for me, that's a huge blessing. Yeah. Um, just things like that. Like you still have your job, even with the lockdowns. And so like those are some of the positive things unrelated mm-hmm. to the negative things. I can do that. I can. Yeah. <laughs> and I wonder, like, I just had this mental picture of like, canoe trips that I've been on where you're out in the wind and the waves and the rain is in your face and there's nowhere to go. There's nowhere to fix it. And you just endure it. You just go through it, you know, and you're like, that was a shitty day. (laughs) We went to have a canoe trip and it rained and it was cold. We're moving on. There's no bigger story about like, is God cursing us? Is God blessing us? Is this angels? Is it demons? Yeah. Yeah. It just rained and it was, it was annoying. I mean, the spaghetti sauce mess today, (laughs) I didn't just like look at it and like, what? I just like picked up a cloth and started cleaning. I didn't make a plan of how to clean it. I just started cleaning and Mm -hmm. I told myself a couple of times, just clean the next thing. (laughs) Just clean the next thing. And... I didn't stress about it going over my supper prep time. I just do the next thing, just clean mm-hmm. it. And then it was done. I mean, mm-hmm. it's... Because that is, it's it's the advantage of humans, but the negative of humans. Like, I've heard zebras, there'd be a herd of zebras, and there would just be lions lying next to them. And they're not, they're not worried about the lions, because they're not chasing them right now. Like, they have zero... <laughs> But once they get up and start chasing them, then they're like, ah, lions. But like humans are like, ah, there's a lion, you know. And so we like we're always looking for the danger in the future or like the bigger picture or the bigger story or like, what does this mean that there's tomato sauce on the floor? You know, what does it It doesn't mean anything. It means there's tomato sauce on the floor. Um, (laughs) It means we learned something. (laughs) We learned something. I had no idea that could happen. (laughs) It's just a heater. It's a big, strong can. Yeah. And it wasn't even in front of us. <laughs> I wish I could show a picture oh of this podcast. Goodness. Oh, my goodness. Should we make it the... It doesn't really work, though. No. Like, the picture doesn't video. show the extent it's of It's so dramatic. It was just like, boom. And then when I first went there, it was like steaming still. <laughs> so it's like, well, that's a hot mess. <laughs> My two-year-old came in to help me clean, and he was just like, Gah, yuck. <laughs> but he was still helping me. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, thoughts of the day. Good thoughts. Yeah. Thanks for sharing them. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Tune in next time. <laughs>
Can I add one more thought? Yes. This is another way, I mean, thinking of the Capitol riots and, and stuff like this. And, you know, people can use so many things to try and say God is on our side, you know? Yeah. And if things go their way, hey, God is on our side. If things don't go their way, Satan is opposing us. Saw that a lot with those saw riots. It a lot Ugh. with when we scrolled through some of the Facebook posts and and yeah. see how their their the wheels are turning in their little minds and um, their <laughs> their little minds. <laughs> Did I just slip out? <laughs> oh, okay. Anyways, that I think that maybe connects to this as well. Um, that. Take ownership of your thoughts. Yeah. You know, if you think something, just say, yeah, I think this. Don't say, I think the Lord is leading me to, well, is this right. what God is telling you or not? You know, and if yeah. bad things happen, is it like bad things are happening? Or or do you already think you're doing a good thing? And so you say, Satan is opposing me. Right. Right. You know, like you can you can use these things to like. Make it so that God is always on your side and you can never be wrong. Yeah, you wrap it in spiritual language, but it's very damaging. It is damaging. And it's hurtful to others and their experiences, yeah. too. Like, to be like, oh, God has blessed me with this crazy right. huge house. I'm so blessed. It's like, well, what about the person on the street right. who's a single mom and has to rent a tiny house because that's all she can afford? Yeah. That's t- saying that she's not blessed. Yeah. When the truth of the matter is that you were raised in a good home, uh, you had, you know, all these your financial benefits, your, your skin color is this, you went to yes. this school, you yeah. married this person, and that's why you have that house and the person down the street doesn't have it. It's not about being blessed, it's about having Life. privilege. That's yeah, another really. podcast, but yeah, that is. anyways, can we be done? No. Are you ready to wrap up? I'm ready to wrap up. All right. Have a good night, everyone. Bye-bye.